Hi, I'm Dr. Ksenia. And I'm Dr. Russ. And we are your hosts of Empowered Family Podcast. We are here to empower families with resources. Hi, I'm Dr. Ksenia. And I'm Dr. Russ. And today we're going to talk about my favorite topic, which is pregnancy and chiropractic. Excellent, which is a, it's a very interesting topic. And uh, my first question is, what is a Webster's Technique adjustment and why should moms use it? So just like, you know, when you think about a pregnant mom, the first person she calls when she finds out that she's pregnant is either her midwife or her own OB. And that's what Webster certified chiropractors, we specialize in prenatal care. Um, there is a program that goes beyond the Webster's, which is called CACCP, which is by the ICPA. And um, they certified, it's a 200 hour program that goes into detail of pediatrics and prenatal care. So you would want one of those docs, um, those chiropractors um, taking care of you because they're specialized in pregnancy. So what makes, uh, what makes, what is it about this technique? Like what's going on? How does it affect the body? Yes, that's a great question. So um, the Webster's technique was found by Dr. Larry Webster, and it's a specific chiropractic analysis and diversified adjustment. So one of the main goals is to reduce any kind of effects of subluxation or SI joint dysfunction in the body. It's to correct any kind of like neurobiomechanical um, dysfunction in the body. And so what I often see moms come in with is like sciatica issues, um, or they're coming in with pubic symphysis dysfunction. And, you know, it goes beyond that. Like if their pelvis is really tight and the muscles around are not allowing for baby to get into optimal positioning, then it's going to cause difficult labor or dystocia. Okay, so there's a common misconception that the Webster's technique turns breech babies. Um, how much of it is true? How much of it is, um, just explain to us, please. I love getting um, asked that question because, you know, oftentimes you get that call like, oh, I have a breech baby. Can you turn my baby? And the answer is no. Webster's does not turn breech babies. Your OBGYN in the hospital can do that. It's called an ECV. But what Webster does is we focus on the mom and opening up any like muscles, tissues, any like ligaments that are super tight. We're focusing on opening that and making sure that her body is well adjusted and aligned. And in that way, that can help baby have more space, like create more room and space in her body so baby can go into optimal positioning. Really great. So you also spoke about the the CACCP. Um, I would like to kind of know a little bit more because um, there was a lot of things that it that it allows you to do. A, a lot of education that kind of goes in there. But what would you? Why would you choose somebody with that particular set of skills? Yeah, that's a great question because so the ICPA, which is the International Chiropractic Pediatric Association, has different types of programs. They've actually added a certification now, which is called perinatal certification. So in the beginning, they just had Webster certified. It's basically a weekend seminar. You get certified in Webster's technique, um, and after you know now you have to take a test for it. Um, and with the CACCP, it goes a step beyond. It get, goes a step further. 
those chiropractors who have the CACCP, just like myself, um, we went through a rigorous program where we did 200 hours of seminars. I mean, I did this program while breastfeeding um, my son, I remember, and it was just like long weekends. And, you know, and then at the end of the program, when you're done with the 200 hours, um, I call it kind of like a mini residency. Um, after you're done with that, you have to sit down and um, write a 60 page essay test, which is, you know, all the questions are essay format. So it's definitely very vigorous. And, you know, I would always say choose a doc with that because they have the knowledge. They went through all the classes. They took that, you know, hard 60 page essay test and they passed it and they received the certification. So they did, not only did they dedicate the time to do all of that work, but they they know so much more and they are so more knowledgeable in the prenatal and pediatric world. So regarding the pediatric world, what do you feel like stands out the most uh, during that program that makes uh, chiropractors that do have all these certifications, how, did, how does it make them stand out? Well, we go through, you know, there's craniosacral therapy that we learn. Can you There's elaborate, different can you elaborate a little bit on the craniosacral therapy? Please? Yes, the craniosacral therapy um, is really great for not only for pediatrics, but also, you know, I do it for pregnant moms as well. It kind of um, is this basically like it's like light therapy that we use. It's very gentle. Um, it's different than adjusting, um, but it's basically based on this this theory that we are all interconnected, our fascia is all interconnected. And so, you know, a lot of the times I can tell babies are have ties from like just looking at them because what happens is they're twisted. Um, their basically body is like leaning to one side. You know, we as the general population can't see that, but as a practitioner, I can see that. Um, from far away and so it gives us more of a perspective and a great technique to help um, unwind the babies unwind the kiddos that are experienced it's more gentle low force technique um, are there any other certifications that you may have um, that help you in your everyday helping the moms yes I have also dynamic um, body balancing, which is a wonderful technique. Um, it's amazing. It was discovered by actually Carol Phillips, um, who I think a lot of people know spinning babies. Um, so her student was Gail, who created the spinning babies. So she is like the founder of, you know, helping um, during pregnancy and pediatrics. But it's an unwinding, it's like a cranial unwinding therapy that helps babies with any ties it helps mamas prep for labor and birth um, a lot of balance basically body balancing um, and so it's and i get to teach this technique to um, partners too which is amazing because then the partner can help unwind the mom in labor and gives like an extra resource and tool for her so would you recommend why would you recommend the partners to learn about it like what makes that difference when the mom is in labor like what what makes that difference for the for the family well i what i've seen so far is number one the partner gets to be involved and they want to be involved but they just don't know how to be involved so Absolutely. number one it gives them a task to do number two some, you know, when I offer these classes, some moms might say like, oh, I do have a doula, so I don't need that. But 
There's nothing like your partner also being able to support you. It creates more oxytocin between the two, more intimacy, and that connection because you and your partner are that team. So more contractions, better labor. And then also, um, this unwinding just can help baby get into a better position during birth because they are, you know, going down. And so, you know, things can happen during labor where baby might not be in a, you know, something stuck or, you know, so this is just a great way for baby to be in better positioning and the partner can help with that through these exercises. And, you know, during early labor, who's there with mama? It's the partner. I mean, the doula might not just be there, so doulas usually come in and i love labor yes and i love love doulas like if i gave birth again i would have a doula again but um i love doulas but i think that partner should play a big role as well and that's the that's something that i learned because essentially with our second pregnancy um you taught me how to take care of you when you're in active labor and that's the last thing you want to do is teach me how to do how to help you labor better uh and so um I, we always tell everybody that, you know, like we had a doula who was a spectacular, but at the same time, you know, I was there helping out and working out your body uh, while you were laboring. And I feel like that may have had an effect. Yes, well, how they say you need a village for postpartum. You definitely need a village for labor and birth. It's just the energy in the room. It's you have the, the people you love and who you trust in the room too. It just makes a better birth experience overall. And I am so, so thankful that you knew the techniques and helped me. And I've had tons of patients tell me the same thing. When they come back postpartum with their husband, they're like, the husband's like, oh, I'm so happy. I knew what to do. Um, And so, and sometimes mom might get COVID during like, there's a lot of like hospital um, policies too. And I've had patients where I was supposed to come, but mom had COVID. I couldn't come to the hospital because she was sick. She was isolated. But dad was like, I got this. I know what to do. And he was able to support her. And it was such a, such a different experience. The the you know the, our experience in the hospital birth with our first one versus the uh, the birth center birth with the second one. And uh, uh, just one of the interesting things, funny things that I remember is that like I had to take a break. I was just like my hands are already tired and crumpling up, and I was like I'm just gonna go use the restroom really fast and I will be right back. And as I was just like like being in the bathroom. All I hear is just a knock on the door from the midwife (laughs) yelling, you need to come back now. She's yelling for you. Come on over. Uh, I was like, okay, 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 okay. I'm just like, thank you. Can I at least wash my hands? You know, like, that's the least I could do. And then we were right back at it. That's the story that I always tell my patients. I'm like your partner really matters because I didn't let my my husband pee. <laughs> so. Yes, I felt I felt what it was like to just stand there and uh, just like see the whole experience and see the different birth. Uh, and, you know, like your our first birth, that's the one that made you uh, choose this profession, correct? Yes. Well, not choose profession, choose this line, this uh, trajectory to the go on. The specialization and the... The cool part is that what I hear in practice is like, oh, I, you know, I know chiropractors work with pregnancy, but I've never seen anybody so specialized. I mean, 95% of my patients are pregnant and the rest I see pediatrics and postpartum, but this is my true passion. That's what fuels my heart and soul. And I love to do it day and day. I go to work. I'm so happy, like just to see moms have these amazing birth.
births, thrive through postpartum. Like that's what I'm here for. And yes, I started out being a, I wanted to be a sports pediatric um, Cairo. I went to games. I learned all the taping, which now I use on pregnant moms. But this is really my passion, and I love doing what I'm doing. So one of the interesting things that I've noticed in practice, and you've talked to us about, is the the speed of birth. Uh, which is a very interesting topic because you never know what's going to happen. Um, a birth for one person is going to be totally different experience for another person. You know, some people will have good ones, some people will just have bad ones. That's just how life is. But can you please kind of like speak about your rec- the recent births and the moms who were texting you right afterwards, which they shouldn't, <laughs> but they still decide like, whoa, this was like a totally different experience and nothing. And like, how, how did they describe it? And how, what was the length of the actual like labor? I love getting those texts and the pictures of babies. That always makes my day. Um, yes, we are known for fast and easy births. And our speediest birth was about 40 minutes long. So, yes. Um, and this, you know, could be for repeat mamas. This is, could be for moms that are new moms. It's just about the prep work. So I used to say one to four hours. That was our average time that moms gave birth. Um, but it, the last, last week, a mama beat that record to 40 minutes and that's from start to finish. That wasn't pushing. That's like from start to finish. What, what, what's, what do you mean by start? So from like early labor to the end of labor, like baby being there, it was 40 minutes long. And was that a first time mama or was like a second? It was a second time mama, but I've had moms who had a couple hours birth as new, new moms. Um, and their midwives would say, wow, you just birthed like a second time mom. Like the baby came so fast and it was like a two hour birth or something like that. So, you know, it's all possible when you put your mind to it and you do the work. Like I always say, like if you're prepping for that marathon, you have to prep for labor and birth. And it's not just about the physical aspect. It's all about, it's all about the mindset too. And that's what I do with patients as well. We work on that mindset. So how do you do the mindset? Mindset is just probably, it seems to me like with all the stereotypes about birth and all in the old wives tales of how horrible everything is and how they depict birth on TV and shows, everybody's laying on their back and screaming. Um, how do you, how do you fix that? How, like, how do you teach your, your particular patients so that they can be calm or whatever method you use. Yes, we kick the fear out of birth for sure. Um, That's the biggest thing that I focus on. My appointments with patients are pretty long. We have at least 30 minute appointments where we can have conversations. I always check in how they feel, but I do have a program and the program is personalized. I do one-on-one sessions with my patients and we do work on that mindset. Whether it's, you know, going through exercises of, you know, how can we move through this fear? Because I always give them tools. How can I support? Because you're going to walk in and you're, you know, the first feelings I remember when birth starts, you're anxious, but you're excited. So how do we calm the body down? What are those tools that we're going to pull out? Um, And so affirmations are great. We love working on affirmations. We love working on letting go of fear exercises. Um, It's a lot of one-on-one work um, that I do to help moms move through the fear. 
can you just give us a sample of the reducing of the fear exercise? Yeah, so it's there's a really simple one. Um, you just set a five minute timer, you sit down and you bullet point any kind of fears that come to your mind. Like, don't think about it, just like sit down and just write, write all those fears that you're feeling, whatever comes up to you. And then at the end of it, I say rip it up and throw it out into the garbage. And, you know, you can do this with anything. Or burn it. <laughs> yeah, that's a liability. So I don't say that. But, yeah, just throw it away. Say today I'm letting go of my fears. And that's it. I mean, it sounds easy and simple, but it's a lot that we work through. And sometimes moms have a lot of fears. And the cool part is that I've had a lot of patients that I've done these exercises with. And they go from thinking, should I have a C-section? Should I have a vaginal birth? Because I'm so scared, I want a C-section. Just plan it out. And then we work through all this fear and we move through and I never pressure anyone. I'll support a C-section mama. I'll support a vaginal birth mama. So you don't, you don't, you don't you're not one of those that's like, oh yeah, you have to go one way or that's it. No, definitely not. I'll support, I have moms that are like, I want a C-section, I'll support you throughout. But as we go through, moms realize like it's the fear. And as we work through the fear, they're like, I want a vaginal birth. Like this is where my heart's at. I never force or pressure anyone. It's always up to their decision. But I had one mama who was like trying to decide, she was pretty like, I'm having a C-section, but I really wanna work through these exercises. So we did, and at the end of the day, she had a really quick, like I think it was like, this was a new mama, like a three hour quick vaginal delivery. Like it was amazing, no tearing, like really quick pushing. It was an amazing birth and her recovery was amazing. And she's like, wow, I'm so happy with the decision that I made and I felt empowered. That was her, that were, those her words. You know, um, as a guy thinking three hours of labor sounds like, like incredible. Like, I don't think I'd be able to last two minutes of that kind of thing. <laughs> but three hours considering is considered to be, um, is considered to be, uh, fast. Um, okay. Um, last question is why maybe you've asked before, but I'd rather do like a little recap is like, why should you take your, uh, kids whatever age and why should a like a pregnant mom why should she choose to go to a prenatal a pre, like a prenatal specific chiropractor yes so prenatal chiropractic care it, there's research that shows it can reduce your labor times um it can create better births less traumatic that's what we want to do it's once moms have those traumatic births, which I did with my first labor, it's hard to move through it. I mean, I have five age, uh, five year age gap in between because it took me time to process it. And so we want to reduce trauma. We want to reduce, you know, postpartum depression afterwards because of the trauma. And so we want to reduce those numbers. So with chiropractic care, with the prenatal care, you're going to have these chiropractors who are CACCPs really address your body in a way that it should be addressed during pregnancy. Um, we do a lot of sitting, unfortunately, as a society. I have a lot of moms that sit and it's not good for your pelvis or your body. And so with the chiropractic care, you're going to be well adjusted, you're going to be well aligned, and your nervous system is not going to be firing because we're so stressed in this world, right? Um, environmentally, physically, mentally, there's a lot of stress. Like no one will fight me on that. There is a lot of stress. And so chiropractic is not just about reducing those aches and pains. It's also about addressing your nervous system, resetting it, making sure that you're not stuck in that sympathetic mode, which is that fight and flight mode, which can help you for labor and birth because a lot of moms are getting induced and it's like, 
okay, well, if we can just reset your nervous system, get you in that parasympathetic rest and digest mode, labor can just come on, right? If we're, no baby's gonna be born into stress world. So chiropractic has so many different benefits and I think that every pregnant woman should get adjusted. I also believe that every baby, every kiddo should get adjusted before the age of seven. It's really, really important um, because, you know, they're stuck in the womb. Um, birth is traumatic. There's many different things why they won't be, you know, well aligned. And they're going to grow like that. And we've seen, you know, kiddos having a, a lot of like rise of autism, ADHD, you know, there's a lot of things that wrap into pediatrics. I feel like we can do a, a whole different podcast on it, but I feel like we need to get kiddos adjusted. We need to get the pregnant moms in the door to get adjusted for better and healthier and happier families. Absolutely. Could not agree more. Thank you very much. Uh, this has been incredibly, incredibly uh, informative. Thanks for being here and looking forward to the next episode of the Empowered Family Podcast. Goodbye.